future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. I think I really do have to do something about it soon, though, because it's going to start seeming weird. And I already seem weird. Yes, you already are very weird. And now it's like I'm going to get more nicknames or there's children that are going to be worried about it. Like, everything else because is you fine. Because like, you, you've stopped the whole window thing, right? What, looking out part- my window with my boxers? Yes. Eh. I thought you said you had stopped that. I've started putting the blinds down. It feels weird. It's a little uncomfortable for me. But oh, it's you're staring at a window with the blinds completely down? Well, no, That's I don't know what to do even. with myself in the morning. But now I'm afraid, though, with the way the house is going, like the house is looking fine, but with the yard like that, I just feel like I'm going to start getting nicknames because somebody did it to me, but now, I don't know. Like I, I feel like I'm in the, like the start of a Stephen King book. Wait, somebody did it to you? What do you mean? Somebody did it to me. I didn't do it. Somebody, somebody did that to me. All right, we have to explain it. Yes. Hello, everyone. <laughs> This is Fun Employment Radio. Hi. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have lots of stuff to get to today. A big thank you to the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club members. At the if RSC. You, if you would like to join, it's $6.99 a month. First week is free or $80 for the entire year. And if you do so, you get to listen to a lot of exclusive stuff in our archives. We've got live video pretty much every day now. Now, some of those videos end up going public on our Fun Employment Radio YouTube page. We'll talk about one of those here in just a little bit. But we do uh, appreciate everybody who who does uh, is able to do that because you do get a fancy little pin as well. You do, an enamel pin. An enamel pin. A Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club pin that comes with your membership. Uh, but regardless... Thanks for tuning in. Also, thanks for going to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicking on the Amazon link. Anytime you do shopping on Amazon, go there. Greg, I do have to say this past weekend I did go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Amazon link because I am looking – because it's, it's getting close to summer. Yes. I'm looking for my new summer platform shoes. So I've been it – okay. it's like happily how I pass the time. I go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Amazon link and just peruse the hundreds of thousands of pairs of shoes that they have on there. And then I decide which one. I haven't decided yet. I'll yeah. keep you posted. Hundreds of thousands of shoes that you look through. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of shoes. That's a lot of shoes. Yeah. They're so great. Well, I'm glad you spend your time going through Fun Employment Radio. I spend my time stuff. very efficiently. Okay, that's yeah. good, good. I'm glad mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad we have that efficient use of time. That's... All right, so a few things that uh, I want to get to, though. Uh, before I'll, I'll explain what's going on at the beginning of the show. And why I think I'm everyone's worried. a little confused with that whole intro. Me beginning. too. I'll explain it here in a minute. Um, before we do that, last night we we do need to talk about what happened because our friend, if you remember, if you've listened to the show for a long time or you're around Portland, you may know of one of our friends, Amanda Pants. Yes, she goes by the last name Pants. Amanda Pantalones. Amanda Pants. And uh, fantastic, wonderful person, one of our close friends. And she, we brought it up on the show a while ago. She had to have emergency heart surgery. Open uh, heart surgery. Op- emergency, like, like open heart surgery. Like yeah, it was like, a the, severe, the bad, bad kind. It was severe enough to where she, the doctors, when she would go into her appointments after, are shocked that she's alive. Right. But this this happened a while this ago. Happened, this happened a couple yeah. months ago. Yeah. So this isn't a recent thing, but um, she's still, you know, in recovery. And she did. She recovered. Like, she's in recovery right now, so... That's all awesome. So all that good stuff's done. But they've been having some um, some different fundraisers for her because naturally it's quite expensive to go through that. And she's out of work for a long time. So last night, our friend uh, Shannon uh, of Shanrock Triviology. So she runs a bunch of trivia games around town. And great, great company. She's amazing. They put on a trivia contest last night in honor of Amanda. So there was a whole bunch of people that all got together 
and we all played trivia and divided it up into teams. And I just want to say right now to anybody who was down there who was listening to this show, we won. We, we won, won trivia. We won trivia last I night. I cannot believe that like we won. Against like 10 other teams. And uh, I was like yeah. jumping up and down like I won like yeah. Miss America. Yeah. It was yeah. pretty awesome. As, they, as she was like counting down, she's like third place, first run. Well, she didn't say first runner up, but she's like second place. And then when our name still hadn't been called, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. We won. We won. We won. We won trivia last night. So Which I'm, was, I'm just kind of strong. I'm pretty, pretty excited about it. Well, I will say it is fun because uh, Shanrock, when she does her trivia, um, she uh, does, you know, different themes. And this one was all Amanda Pants themed, like the things that she likes. So it was a lot of like Duran Duran, Labyrinth, Game of Thrones, a lot of different like books and television shows. History. England. Yeah. It was pretty fun. It was a fun like mix of of different kinds of Our team, everybody contributed something on our Mm. our team too. So it was was good. Labyrinth. Yeah, la- labyrinth. You and also, coming. let me just tell you, I was able to answer a question about the Tudors because of that dumb show, Rain, that I watched. Remember, I was obsessed with? Uh-huh. That's how I knew that Elizabeth was the last Tudor. Yeah. Because of that stupid fucking show. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I got it, though. You you did. I mean, I, you were not the only one that got that. Yes, I was. Okay, it's only Sarah that was mm-hmm. able to answer that one. Okay. All right, we'll go with that one. But, um... But yeah, we we did well. We did uh, win, so it was it was awesome. And uh, Amanda is awesome as well. But also, winning is awesome too. Winning was pretty winning, awesome. Winning winning felt pretty good. Mm-hmm. So we did win that. All right, back to what I was talking about at the beginning. So we all know I own a home in Southeast oh, Portland. Jesus Christ! And I've got some roommates, and you know my house is is fine. It's it's nice. I'm I'm lucky to have it. Uh, but I've had. Uh, I've had some issues with some some lawn issues that have gone on. I've had issues where I describe lawn issues to anyone. Lawn who issues. Yeah, I just I just really like a loose description of what you believe lawn issues to be. Lawn issues are well, I've got areas where the grass doesn't grow, and so I try to fix mm-hmm. it. So I like stab at it with you know new uh, like grass seeds. Are you trying to make like air holes? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. You kind of aerate it a little. Yeah, kind of aerate a little bit. You take nice. a, a rake and just kind of stab holes into your lawn. Yeah, basically. That totally yeah. is normal. Yeah, it works for part of it. But here's the issue: in my neighborhood, I've talked about it before. You know, I've got obviously I have my meth head neighbors. They're gone now. I have my Russian gangster neighbors, and you know they're really quiet. So they so far so good. Like, yeah, they where have they much. been? Now that you mention it, I they're there. They are. Yes, they are. Well, I guess I don't see them every day like you do, but yeah. I haven't. <laughs> I do live there, so yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess the past few times I've been over, like, I just haven't seen them. Like, they just seem really dormant. Yeah. Well, no, they're there. They're there. They, but... How do you know? Because I see them. Okay. Because I live next door to them, and I monitor my entire neighborhood at all times. That's true. You are probably peeping out your window. Just I'm staring. peeping out every window. I peep out every window. I don't really peep on my one neighbor because he's, he's good. He's solid. Uh, but I do, yeah, I keep track of what goes on in my neighborhood. And I've talked about this before. Like, I, I look out the windows. I try to, like, ascertain what's happening. Um, oh, I didn't talk about the one weird thing that happened the other day. Uh, I don't know. There's, there's something strange Wait, I'll talk what? about. It. Yeah, I'll talk about it here. In a okay. Maybe, or maybe I won't. It's kind of creepy. But anyway, um, so I, I, you know, I keep track of what goes on in the neighborhood. I'm kind of like the neighborhood um, vigilante. Not vigilante. Oh, you're the one. Wrong, are, are you, but. like, the guy on all those, like, the neighborhood watch who's wearing, like, the trench coat? And he's like peeking. And no, like, that's that's the people that people watch out for. You watch out for that guy. Oh, I thought that was the guy that was watching the neighborhood. I always thought he was so creepy. 
with the guy in the neighborhood watch where they have a, or a guy with like a trench coat on and, and like glasses. I mean, he's very well dressed. No, you're. Why would he be creepy? Neighborhood watch posters that show the creepy guy with the glasses and the. But what coat, makes him that's creepy? That's who you're supposed to look out for. You're watching out for that. guy. No, he's a very dapper gentleman, and he's wearing a nice a, a nice jacket and a nice top hat, and he's just looking out for the neighborhood. <laughs> no, that guy is not looking out for the neighborhood. He's you're supposed to look out for that guy. I don't think that's, that's the, the whole way point of those. The whole point. How old timey is that? The neighborhood watch posters? Well, like the creepy guy. I'm sorry. I have never seen a creepy person in my neighborhood that is ever wearing a trench coat and a top hat. But that's that's because you have a good neighborhood there. I don't have a good, that, that good of a neighborhood. Well, you don't. But let's, uh, it, let's, it's downsliding a little. Let's just talk about that. No, but. you're supposed to look out for the creepy guy. Oh, I thought that was the creepy guy that was looking out for everybody. I don't know. Now I'm going to have to look it up and see what the neighborhood watch guy looks like. Because he has his trench coat up on the side. Yeah, with like glasses on. No, he doesn't have glasses. I think he has eyes. And he has a hat. And he's like looking. He's like, I'm watching you. Oh, maybe we're thinking about a different guy. Because I'm thinking of the guy. No, I think we're thinking of exactly the same guy. Neighborhood. Yeah, he's got sunglasses on. Oh, yeah. Watch guy. Yeah, neighborhood watch guy is the bad guy. Okay, he's not glasses. He's got like a bandana on or something like that. He has like white eyes. Yeah, that that guy's not your friend. That's not a that's not the safe guy in the neighborhood. Uh, well, maybe he's just looking out for you, and you're like really he is judgmental. Not. No, that is the bad guy. Like, did you look at those signs and think, "Oh boy, I'm gonna go help out that guy"? That's the guy. That, yeah, that's that is not your. That's not who you're supposed to be trusting. See, I picture that being you, though. Well, in a way, I mean, I'm a bit a bit of a vigilante, but I don't like to talk yeah. about it on the show. So. Anyway. Wait, so there's a, all right, so I guess I'm looking at this. So Neighborhood Watch Program in Force. And the, it is a guy. Why does he have a... All right, but what is it with this guy? Like, why is he the bad if guy? If you've never seen what the Neighborhood Watch guy looks like, just Google it right now. Neighborhood, just neighborhood Watch, watch guy. guy. That's all you need uh, to look we'll up. We'll post it on, a link on this episode. But yeah, you can see what we're talking about. And yeah, I mean, Neighborhood Watch guy, He's that's the bad guy. That's who you're supposed to be uh, watching out for. Yeah, I'm looking at these. It says, how come it says no cowboys? People are like very confused. No, no cow because people are very confused about the image that they use as to represent the bad guy because the shadow kind of looks like a cow, like he's wearing a cowboy hat. Oh, like he's wearing a cowboy hat? No, I'm, I'm saying that it looks like he does. Like people are all. I'm not the only one that's confused about this image. Like that isn't what. That's an old timey bad person. Yeah, but that's what the bad guy looks like. Mm. Bad guys always look like that. Mm. Well, what do you, do you feel? It's discriminatory. Do kind you feel of. they need to update it? What would you have that person look like? But how would you have the like, ah, like looking like he's running like crazy person with like his hands out, like a, a shadow of somebody crazy like running person with, with their his hands, hands out, out, like ah, like they look like they're getting how ready does to he sound? attack. Okay, ah. okay, and that's what the crazy guy would look like. That's what the I mean. Better than like. the guy with the hat and the trench coat. I, I think you're being very trust. I think you're being of. very judgmental. I'm sorry. He looks like a creep. Looks like a creep. Probably is a creep. That's all I'm saying. You know. Here, I'll I'll post it for the. For those watching on the video, they can they can now see. Anyway. Oh, yeah, McGruff the Crime Dog. McGruff wore, the Crime Dog was awesome. Yeah, but he also wore a trench coat and a top hat, and different, he was good. Different, though. He's a dog. Take a you can't tell crime. from looking at the neighborhood watch guy if that's a dog. That could be a dog. It's looking straight yeah, you're on. really stretching this a little bit you here. Know, he looks like the spy you know. versus spy guy, kind of. That's what he looks like. <laughs> but anyway. Anyway. Whatever. Anyway, so Greg is the guy that uh, that now people I keep are an eye warm. out on things. But the problem is, so my lawn problem, I've got uh, somebody in my neighborhood had a bunch of dandelions, 
and damn it, if they didn't invest, like invade my lawn, it's ridiculous right now. It's covered in them. So you're blaming someone in your neighborhood about dandelions? Yes, some bastard did it. And now my lawn is covered with it. And I suppose this weekend I didn't mow them or yank them all out yet. So I've got to do that later on today. But I was like, you know, people are going to start calling me like the dandelion man or something like that. I'm going to get some weird nickname. I love. My my main thing that I want is I don't want a neighborhood nickname. I love that inside of your head you think that the entire world revolves around you. Like, Mm -hmm. you're like. A 12-year-old boy. How, like, when you're a kid, you're like, everyone's just around for me and my special life. No, and then the you kids get older. in the neighborhood are going to start calling me Dandelion Man or something. Dan- I'm going to get some I, I weird I feel like nickname. you kind of want to be called Dandelion Man. I don't want to be called Dandelion Man. Like, there goes the Dandelion Man. It sounds kind of foreboding. It does. It sounds like something out of a Stephen King book. That's true, because it's a, the Lawnmower Man versus the Dandelion Man. Well, the, and the, the one thing, you know, I'm always worried about in the neighborhood is that I'm going to get a bad rap or what people think about me, even though I don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah, why do you care what they think about you? Because I don't want to be like the neighborhood creep. Like, I don't want people to think that, you know, and I just I just don't want to be weird about it. And now, you know, they're going to be going by like, ooh, that's the dandelion man. Like, whatever that is, like, I'm turning into a Stephen King character. I mean, you really are kind of turning into a Stephen King character because if you're standing in the front. So you have dandelions all over your yard. Yeah. You're standing in your window in your underwear. You're well, not, not, not like That's mowing annoying. your lawn, but you're poking holes in it. Well, yeah, I'm going to mow it today. And I'll probably today. yelling things while you're yeah. poking holes in your lawn. Yeah, assuming my lawnmower works. But it's a newer lawnmower. It should work. Although I haven't fired it up since over the winter. That could be an issue. That could be an issue. Yeah. I mean, basically, they're going to be like, ooh, there's the dandelion man. You know, that's what's... that's. All right, ugh. Courtney is saying, Greg, it should be your life goal to not be the neighborhood creep. I don't want to be the neighborhood creep. You're kind of like inching, not inching, you're sprinting. You're you're sprinting toward it. See, uh, uh, watch out. Like, what do you think? The man will pluck you or something like that. Will pluck. pluck I said pluck. That sounds Jesus. weird that when I say it, when I say it out loud, I probably shouldn't have said it in that manner. I meant, you know, like you pluck dandelions out of the ground. What, is it, what does it mean if the dandelion man's going to do that to somebody else? I don't know, but it's creepy. I don't want to be known as the dandelion man. That's the one bottom line. That's All right, the well, thing. there is somebody in your neighborhood that does have the full-on, like, plastic Brady Bunch. Someone's just, uh, Tony's suggesting it in the chat. There is someone there is. I've, I've walked by that has, like, the Brady Bunch, mm-hmm. like, g- fake green grass. Yeah. Have you ever thought about just doing that? Mm, how much? That's really what it would come down mm. to. Uh, no, I've never... No, as much as it frustrates me, I don't think I want that. Although there's one section if that would keep me from being known as the dandelion man, but then I'd be astroturf man, and that'd be kind you of are. Weird I too. think that those people are bizarre. Every time I walk by, I try to get a peek at them. I'm like, what do these people look like that have the astroturf front yard? Well, I'm, I mean, it takes no effort for them. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I wonder if they I vacuum get... it. I've been, I've wondered that because I see like leaves get stuck in like the fake grass blades. I don't know. Like, how do you even clean that? Do you hose it off? I'm not sure. I'm not sure what you do with I it. I need to know some AstroTurf upkeep, Well, you can please. go you can knock on there and, and ask. No, I feel like it's probably like a very old couple. Yeah, pro- well, to, probably. And they don't, I don't want to disturb them. Probably. I'm taking a look here in the uh, in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live for the supporters club. Uh, Rick says, I don't want to be the neighborhood creep, Greg the Dandy Man. No, Dandelion Man. There's the Dandelion Man. The Dandy Man It sounds like a Stephen can. King. <gasps> You're the Dandy Man. The Dandy Man can. Dandy Man. Um... All right, it, Tony just oh said, my God, stop doing your just put down uh, Brady Bunch fake plastic lawn. Yeah. Okay, so AstroTurf is the cheap stuff. Oh. Oh, that's like the nubby stuff that like you would uh, wipe your feet on, like those old like house mats. Oh, okay. Is that the stuff? Yeah. I don't know. It's like the little plastic nubs. Raheem and Hanar are saying, I'd rather have those uh, little yellow guys than chemicals in my soil. 
I'll go a little both ways on that. But, um, yeah, this is why, yeah, the dandelion man. No, that's what I don't want to be known as. So that's why I need to fix this problem. I All need right, to fix but you this don't even know what, currently if your um, lawnmower is even working. No, I don't. No. But I'm sure that you're going to try and figure it out in your front lawn screaming at it. Yeah, that became an issue. Yeah. Where I did, yeah. I, I someday I want to take a poll and see what people think of. No, I don't think I want to know. But I did have an issue the other day. I forgot about this where I don't know how this reflects on me. And there's, there's two things to this story. And one is something kind of, kind of weird that's happening at my house. Okay. And kind of also may be an impression that the neighbors might have about me. <laughs> so, fuck it. I'll talk about it. All right. Yes. So, um, I have no clue, by the, for the record, but Greg didn't put this on the list. I don't know what it is. So if you've listened to our show for a long time, you know we did a ghost investigation of my house at one point. And yes, we did go. I lost a bet. We did a ghost investigation. That is available for employmentradio.com slash store. Uh, get Nightmare at Nibblers. It is a great. Actually, it's, it's pretty fun. And it is. It's a pretty fun. Directed video. by award-winning filmographer Derek Lemire. So that's true. That's he's, true. He's award-winning now, like mm-hmm. a whole bunch of awards. So many awards. So this is one of those things, the Nightmare at Nibblers thing that he participated in. This is going to be one of those like way down the road when he's getting like an Oscar or something and be like, do you know he also did this? And it'll be us. So we're forever tied. So he's stuck. Yeah. Nightmare at Nibblers is always going to come back. Oh, yeah. Anyway, radio.com <laughs> slash store. It's, it's fun. And um, one of the things that happened at my house before, uh, okay, I do have two roommates. I've got the, I live in the, I live in the converted attic. I need to say this just to, just to explain with the house. I live upstairs in converted attic. The master bedroom is downstairs. The master bedroom in previous I know I've talked about tons on the show, but it still feels weird every time I bring it up. I still feel like a like a weirdo. When that well, room is empty, when when that room has been empty, there has been weird things that happen in there. Strange. They I cannot explain. My house is old. It's from 1907. Weird things have happened in that room. As far as hearing voices, something yelled my name when I was home alone, which was real real creepy. Uh, like I heard my name yelled, and um, mm. and there's just weird weird stuff in that room. Only when it's ever unoccupied, though. If it's occupied, it's completely fine. Like no one who has lived there has ever had anything, who's ever has ever reported anything happening in that room. And I say that specifically because my, my roommate Ryan's in there, and he knows the history. He's like, yeah, you didn't tell me about that when I moved in, um, but uh, the, nothing ever happens in there. Now, one strange thing that has happened when it was empty is um, has to do with the smoke alarms. And the smoke alarm in that room will just spontaneously go off sometimes. And it doesn't matter how many times I've changed the battery. It doesn't matter how many different smoke alarms, brand new ones, old ones, new batteries, old batteries. It doesn't matter. Just on occasion, it'll just start going off. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing. It's not carbon monoxide either, just to clarify. Uh, but I'll get yeah, into this. I'll get into this yeah, here in a minute. That's a concern. I'm glad that you know that it's it's definitely not carbon monoxide. Yeah, no, no, no. That detector is actually right outside that door, and it's it's not that. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's it, that's not it. Uh, so anyway, it's gone on before, and what happened? One instance in particular when it happened is it went off in there, and then what'll happen is I'll go in there and turn it off, or I'll walk into that room and it'll just stop. 
when I walk into the room. It's it's weird, and I honestly cannot explain it. Mm-hmm. And when it's really acting up, what will happen is it or whatever, whatever's, whatever this happens, and it's always in that room, it'll go off, and then I'll walk in there, and I'll turn off, and then in the kitchen, which is about, I don't know, 40 feet away or whatever. I, I don't know. Sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Math. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's in my kitchen. Anyway, it's at the opposite end of the house. Uh, it will start going off. And I'll walk out to the kitchen and I'll be like, what the hell? And then that'll stop. And then it'll go back on the other room. And it did, there was one day where it did this several times. I was home by myself. That room was empty because I didn't have a tenant in there at that point. I remember this last time, yeah. Yeah, and it got to the point where I yelled at it to stop and then it stopped. But it went on back and forth for several times. Like I would just walk in one room, it would stop and go in the other room, boom, boom, boom. I mean, it was so weird. I don't know how to explain it. And we've had people write in before trying to explain that one. And and these aren't wired, so you know they're battery and they're, they're new. I don't know. Well, anyway, this was last week. And I don't even think I told you about this. I don't think I've really talked about it. Is I was upstairs editing in my room. There was nobody else home. So that's why I do a lot of my work. I'm editing audio, whatever. I have headphones on, so I can't hear a lot. And at one point, I take them off, and I'm like, that sounds – I could hear this faint, like, me, me, me. I'm like, that sounds weird. I wonder if that's outside or what. And I come – and so I walk downstairs. This was last week. I want to say it was like Thursday. I think it was Thursday. Okay. So I walk downstairs, and I hear the the sound getting louder and louder, and I realize, oh – there is a smoke alarm going off. Like, what's going on? You know, and I'm kind of like in a little bit of a panic. Like, oh, crap, there, there's something happening. At the same time as that's happening, uh, so I'm running downstairs. At my living room, at my, at my front door, there is someone pounding on my front door. What? Yes. So I so ran. this is in the afternoon? This is in the afternoon. Okay. Probably, I don't know, 4.30, probably 4.30. Okay. About. And, uh, and I hear this pounding on the door. The smoke alarm's going off. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I open up my door, and there's a woman standing there. And she's like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm like, yes, I'm okay. Like, I'm still confused about what's going on. I have no idea what's really happening. I'm just like, yes, I'm okay. Uh, what's happening? And then she turns around. She yells to a guy who's standing on the street on a phone saying, He's okay. Like, like how long this. was this alarm going off? Well, I'll get to what I know. Yeah, you know, and I mean, if somebody's already on the phone, and so, well, right. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know exactly. So th- this woman's yelling to it to obviously someone she's with who's on the street, on the phone, and uh, and I'm like, I was upstairs. I didn't hear it. Like, like she's like, we thought you were passed out. We thought it was carbon monoxide. Are you okay? And then wow, this that's really nice of her to actually come by. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. And it, it was, and I'll, I'll get to that, but just let me explain though how it was like, and so she yells back to the guy on the street and he's clearly talking to the police. He's like, okay, it's all right. He was just asleep upstairs, but all this is happening. Like within 15 seconds, you know, of me standing up from editing, I'm just like, uh, it's a lot. That's a bit of an overload yeah. when you think everything's just fine. So, so I told them, I'm like, no, it's not the carbon monoxide detector. I think it's the smoke alarm. Like, and I'm like, and then I asked her, I'm like, can you see smoke? Like, is there smoke? Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, no. Uh, and so I opened the door to that room and it was okay. And yeah, I did thank them because that was, you know, that was nice of them. Clearly they were walking by and heard the alarm going off and oh, that's saw really nobody doing nice of anything. Them to stop by. It was. And Vicky's saying that's a loud alarm. Well, 
the windows were open, and it's right on the corner where this one is. So, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, but people are probably more attuned to the carbon monoxide thing with, with recent developments. But yeah, I do have carbon monoxide detectors. It was not that. So anyway, it was weird. This, this all happened, like, really quick. I'm like, Jesus, that, that was a lot. You know, it kind of gets your mm-hmm. heart racing a little Oh, bit, that would like. freak, yes. And, um, and, yeah, and I thanked them. I sincerely thanked them, you know, for checking. That was very nice of them. Yeah. I, for all I know, though, I've had a bit of, a few seconds later, there would have been police bashing in my door thinking that I was dying from carbon monoxide or something. Well, maybe upstairs, you know, hidden from the world with your, like, noise-canceling headphones on isn't the best way to do your stuff. I'm realizing that now. Yeah. 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 Like, cause you have smoke a, alarms up you there, You have too, a house with but... multiple levels. Like, I, like yeah. for me, listening to headphones is one thing because I live in one room. Yeah. Yeah. You have multiple rooms that you – that's – yeah. Yeah. You should be careful with that stuff. Well, you know, I've like I said, I got alarms everywhere, but yeah, that, I will definitely be that way now. Um, so I re- anyway, I went into the went into his room, and yeah, it's the smoke alarm going off. I have to get the ladder. I take it out, and I took out the battery, and it just it was weird. And this is what made me think this thing's maybe this is defective. So I took out the battery. I took mm-hmm. the battery out, and it kept going. Kept going. Wait, without the battery in it? Without the battery in it. Without the battery. I swear to you, without the battery in it, it wasn't yes, doing right. the this loud. Does make you sound like a crazy person. The loud noise, but it was still doing a like it was still like moving. It's like like when like rigor mortis or something is setting in on the smoke alarm. It was weird. Like you ripped out its insides. Yeah, but it's still like trying so hard. So. um so anyway, I, I took it out. I'm like, okay, that, that must just mean it's defective. Like something gone wrong with this thing for whatever reason, which is weird because it's less than a year old because mm. I just bought these ones. But I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll put in a different one. And I've got other ones. So, and I checked, you know, everything, of course, to make sure. I went all around the house to make sure there's, you know, nothing going on anywhere. And there was nothing going on anywhere to be worried about. So all I could, uh, all I could ascertain was that this thing was defective. So I put, I went and got a different one, completely different smoke alarm, and I put that one into the, uh, back into that room. Mm. So the new one, screwed the new battery, new one, put it all in. Brand new battery, uh, completely different smoke alarm, put it in. I'm like, okay, well, that ought to solve that. And I put the other one in because I was going to go through that later. The only, I'd calmed down a little bit. So I put that one in the kitchen. And I did plug the battery back into it to the one that I thought that was defective. I'm just like, well, I'll leave it in there. We'll figure it out. And I go back upstairs, which I shouldn't have done. I realized. Oh, Greg, you're... I started editing again, and then maybe... Do you put on your headphones again? Man, I was trying to get work done. I was just really into you getting work done. You're such an idiot sometimes. I really wanted to get the work done. Like, I'm, I'm, when I'm working, I want to get it done. And, and I'm concentrating. Yes. So it doesn't matter if it's dangerous you know, for anything else involved. You're like, okay, well, hmm, for some reason, my smoke alarm is going well, off. Well, I just assumed it was the fault, you know, faulty at that point. And I was like, okay, well, I think I pretty much solved that problem. Anyway, about 10 minutes goes by, me, me, me. I hear it again. I run downstairs. I go back to that master bedroom. It's the same room, different smoke alarm, brand new battery going off. No other alarms in the house going off. Only that one. And there's multiple ones next to it, like outside of it. There's ones that are tied to my alarm company because I have an alarm company and that's tied to the fire department. None of those are going off. And I'm like, what the hell? This is weird. And again, there's nothing outside. There's no 
smoke in the air. There's no... So you didn't, like, smell anything? Smelled nothing. The carbon monoxide's not going off. Again, to reiterate that, not going off. And real quick in the chat, Eddie is saying it's normal for smoke detectors to still make a sound after the battery is removed. It's a safeguard for dead batteries. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good then. So that that explains that part. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think the phone was faulty. So that's it's going off again. And I'm like, you know, at this point, I'm like, what the hell? This is weird. Yeah. This is weird. And so I take it down and I pop the battery out. And what do you think goes off? The, the, the one in the kitchen. Oh. Went off. The one that I had I'd taken out already. And there's the no fire because that would just make me so nervous. I'm like, is there a fire and I'm just not smelling it? Huh. Yeah. And there was no, I mean, there is no fire. Like I went. Top to bottom in that house, like looking, everything, like my furnace, you know, everything, and there's just nothing. And it, it went off. And at this point, I'm just like, "All right, what the hell, man?" And so I, I took that one out and I set it on the one from the the second one, set it in the living room, went and unplugged the first one, and then that's when uh, my roommate Ryan came home. And I'm just like, "Hey, man, I gotta talk to you for a second because you're gonna notice the ladder in your room. Yeah. Um, here's what's going on." And that's when he was like, oh, you mean, you know, like the demon that you said lives in this house that I didn't know about when I moved in? I'm like, no, nothing ever happens when people live in there. Nothing ever happens. Nothing ever happens when someone lives in that room. So that happened. And then he's home. And I decided to take all my stuff downstairs. I'm editing downstairs. Anyway, the smoke alarm goes off again, sitting right in front of me, sitting right next to me with the one with the brand new battery goes off again, only sitting next to me. Hmm. And that's – and I'm – I, I don't know how to explain it. So these aren't the same smoke alarms that you've had before. Like the other ones are faulty. You bought brand new ones. These are these are new. The whole smoke alarm, not just the batteries. Yeah. No. The, bo- no they're, both. Okay. Things. They're both. Both things. Okay. things. Yeah. Yeah. They're from different batches too. I mean, these aren't even. They can they can screw into the to the same kind of uh, you know a mounting system. But yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. No, I, that's strange. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm taking a look here in the live chat. Uh, I uh, love how Ryan's so nonchalant about it. Well, yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? I don't know how to explain this one. So that's what happened. Anyway, that's probably adding to my uh, reputation in the neighborhood as the dandelion man. I also have smoke alarms that go off in my oh house. Oh, my God. And people are having to pound on your door because you're irresponsible enough to not even hear your own smoke alarm. Well, it's not irresponsible. No, I'm just saying But if someone's walking by and there's like, why isn't the weird man hearing his loud smoke alarms? Yeah. It's odd. If yeah. you are in a ha- if you are home in a house and there's a like thing going well, that's, off, that's, it doesn't sound like that. But yeah, what does it sound like? Me 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 me. It's not a siren. Okay, but it's still a loud beeping. It's yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, I can't. I'm, I learned I can't hear it upstairs really. So yeah, I don't know. The dandelion man. That's the. <laughs> They're making like the kids. Do, do, like neighborhood kids make up songs about creepy old men on their block know. anymore? I don't know. That's what I'm afraid. So they of. ride their bikes by your house and throw rocks at it. Dandelion man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to be a part of it though. Anyway, that's the story about the alarm. If you have an, if you have a solution to that or know what's going on, and I know we've had people write in before, especially with like wired ones, how that can happen. Oh my gosh! Which means that everybody in your neighborhood was hearing those alarms going off too. Okay. Yep. For I don't know how long because I didn't I didn't think to ask her when she was there. 
God, you really aren't the brightest. How does this make me not bright? Like, just, what, what does this have to do with not being the brightest? I'm upstairs working with my headphones on. I'm just saying there's, there's, there's book smart and there's, you know, street smart. I think you might be more book smart. Mm. Mm. Well, anyway. Well, I'm glad that there wasn't any smoke because that would have sucked. Yes, that would have sucked. No, I know, but that's that would be scary. I'd be more scared not about paranormal things, but like, is there smoke that I'm not able to smell? No, well, yeah, believe me. I'm yeah. worried about I that know you as went well. through all of it. Yes. Well, I'm glad that you're okay. And why do you think it's happening now if it doesn't usually happen? I, I don't know. I just, I can't explain it. I don't know. The thing, the really weird thing is just the going back off in the kitchen again and then. Because that's what happened a few years ago when it happened last time. Mm-hmm. That's why I said. It's weird. Did anything happen this weekend? No. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. All right. We'll leave it at that. Anyway, well, I don't want to be known as the dandelion man. That's <laughs> well, now everyone's going to be calling you Greg the dandelion man. You know dandelion that, right? Man. No. The dandy sound like man can. No, not dandy man. That's different. What? What's wrong with being a dandy man? Well, then this reminds me of uh, American Horror Story. Oh, Dandy. yeah, he was awful. Yeah. That was one of the most terrifying characters ever. Yeah. Ew. All right. Well, yeah, as Mr. Jakey says, as happy as I am to make fun of Greg at any opportunity, I don't think he did anything dumb here. Yeah, I'm not. I don't think you're dumb. You just call me dumb. No, I'm saying that I, I just want you to be more aware of your surroundings, particularly if your house is actually burning down and you're upstairs editing a podcast that doesn't matter well, then the other, if you're burning down in your house. Well, the other um, so I'm sorry, smoke stupid, alarms would go off. Dumb was the wrong thing to say. What I'm saying is I just want you to be more mindful of your surroundings. Yeah. I think that that... Like, mindful of your surroundings? And I'm t- no, I'm talking from experience. Greg is not mindful of his surroundings. He's walking down the street, like looking at his phone, wandering into traffic. Like, It's not a stupid thing. It's a just... Be mindful. Mm, you be mindful. Okay. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dylan. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, Gregory. First up, got a story out of Los Angeles, mm-hmm. <laughs> which kind of made me laugh. A security guard who was distracted by a woman in booty shorts was overpowered by, at gunpoint today by four males who then zip-tied him, took his weapons, and burglarized a multi-million dollar home that he was responsible for, purchase, er, for protecting. Wow. He was distracted by a girl in short shorts, wiggling, <laughs> shaking her cakes at him, and it worked. Shaking her cakes is a weird term. I don't know why that grosses me out. Well, the incident happened at about 1 a.m. So a female wearing... Um, Short shorts and a furry jacket started to wiggle around and distract the guard. It says wiggle around? No, but that's what I said. Okay. It said that she was moving around, and I, I like the word wiggle, because, I mean, if she's moving, I would assume she'd be wiggling. What else would she be doing? Just, like, slowly, like... I don't know. Anyway, so he's watching this woman. Yeah, so he's watching the woman at 1 a.m. while being responsible for guarding a multi-million dollar home. Well, uh, as he was distracted by the booty shorts, uh, the four males came and overpowered the guard, zip-tied him, and took his guns and stole most of the stuff in the house. The five suspects then fled the scene in a black and maroon minivan with paper plates. That's what it says. 
A blackened maroon minivan with paper plates? Yeah, it says paper plates. I don't know if they were just like pieces of paper over the plates or they were like just re-registered. It says paper plates. Are they talking about like, is that just a colloquial term for like... Like the ones that you put on like your temporary, temporary ones? license plates? Maybe. I don't know. Paper plates. This is a new story out of Los Angeles. I don't, All right. Yeah. Well, it says uh, no injuries Los were Angeles. reported. Uh, no word if that guy still actually has his job. Sorry, I'm just going to say... Most of the stories that I've been looking for today, like, all ended terribly. So this is what <laughs> this is what I've ended up with. That didn't end with somebody like dying a tragic, horrible death. Or there was That's one. Good. There was one with a chopstick inserted into something that I absolutely did not. Pick. I'd rather not know. Exactly. You can guess on your own terms. Exactly. On your own time. All right. Well, here is a true love story about a Florida woman named oh. Trisha. Well, Trisha was arrested. Trisha. For going into the Florida State uh, Penitentiary where her husband was being held, where her husband and lover was being held, oh. and trying to smuggle a plastic handcuff key inside of a chicken sandwich that she brought for him. Well, Trisha, I love chicken sandwiches. I know, and it was a plastic key because they go through metal detectors, so Trisha was flicking outside Wait, of the what box. Wait, what good is the key going to do? I don't What's the nothing. key to? A handcuff key. It said it was a plastic oh, it handcuff is a hand- key. But he's already in prison. He's in prison. It says, well, uh, Trisha Denlinger uh, was... Bo- I wouldn't has- think it's just like one universal key for handcuffs, is it? Not that I know of. I always wonder that in movies, too, when someone's like... Look. When I was watching uh, The Frozen Ground again, and at the beginning when she has her handcuffs... Yeah, I wish we could go a week without Frozen Ground being brought up on the show, but anyway. And at the beginning when she's in the bathroom and she has the handcuffs on, she's like, get these off me, get these off me. And the cop, like, takes his key and is able to take the handcuffs off her. I remember thinking, I'm like, so do they all have the same key? Like, because this was a cop, like, she was locked in handcuffs that some crazy man put on her. Huh. But he was able to use his, like, the cop was able to use his handcuff. Okay, key. another important question Rick Zach is asking. You can have chicken sandwiches delivered to you in prison. <gasps> All right, let me tell you. It's a, so she was able to purchase a sealed chicken sandwich to bring to him. However, that, uh, that little minx, Trisha, she decided to unseal the sandwich and uh, put it in the microwave to heat it up for her hubby. Um, so then she she then gave the sandwich to a correctional officer to search, and it was there inside of the chicken that he found a plastic handcuff key inside. Uh-oh. Well, Trisha made it through three prison fences and four gate checkpoints to get to the point that she actually finally got caught. She went through a metal detector and her personal items went through an x-ray scanner, including the chicken sandwich, and nobody saw the plastic key. You know, we're going to be having our friends from PDX Alerts on again soon. Uh, maybe I'll ask them. They probably have some knowledge of handcuffs. Yeah. I'd really be curious because that's funny when you brought that up because I remember specifically thinking that about frozen Because then why wouldn't you just always carry like if you're, if you're a criminal and you know there's the chance you're going to get caught, like why wouldn't you always just carry like a spare handcuff key? Like, yeah. Oh. Or like magicians, how they like swallow them. Yeah, that would be. And then you, like and always have one? like Always have one there. Just waiting. Just have one waiting under your tongue or something the entire time. Like, mm-hmm. Just in case I get, just in case, I get just nabbed for my capers today. Well, Trina is now joining her husband in jail because of the failed plastic key. Mm. All right. This is just going great. I kind of have this. So I was looking at this story, and I think that this might be actually a really fun idea for Fun Employment Radio to do. Okay. So this is a charity uh, race in Texas uh, for people. It's a half a mile that starts with a beer and ends with a beer. And it is, it is a race for what they say are, quote, underachievers. <laughs> so it's a, it's a road race where people will, like, walk or run or whatever on the road. It's a, oh, no, it's 0.5K. 
So it's not even a Point half a 5K. mile. Yes. So this is uh, in Bernie, Texas. The .5K or half K is scheduled for May 5th. So organizers... <laughs> That's a third of a mile. So, a third so of a mile. They've you. already sold out this place. They're letting 100 uh, fellow underachievers uh, apply for this race. So at the beginning of it... So you pay, t- you pay $25 at the beginning of the race. Uh, the event is raising funds for Blessings in a Backpack, which provides food um, for underprivileged children. Okay. And so when it starts, you get a beer at the beginning, then you do your .5K, and then you get a beer at the end because they have multiple brew pubs sponsoring it. <laughs> so you get two free beers. Yes. Also, there's a VIP option. If you uh, if the .5K is too much for you, uh, you can uh, ride in a 1963 Volkswagen bus that'll transport you the length of the course for an extra $25. <laughs> a third of a mile. <laughs> so for $50 <laughs> for a third of the mile, you can ride in a Volkswagen That's bus. That's pretty awesome, actually. Yeah. I mean, it's all going to charity, so It's all cares? going to charity, yeah. And so the brew pubs that are sponsoring the event are um, giving the participants free beer at the beginning and at the end. That's pretty great. That's something we should have thought of. That's exactly it. No, so I'm looking at this. It's a four, a 546-yard walk. <laughs> I think even if you aren't like so athletically inclined, I think that would be kind of fun. Yeah. Do you get a medal? Oh, I hope so. That would be pretty cool. That would be fun if we could do something like that at like Laurel Horse Park this this summer. Yeah. Somewhere. That'd be fun. I mean, yeah, Laurel Horse Park has gotten a little stabbier. Yeah, that sounds yeah. like it's too much work. Oh, okay. For to do a third of a mile to organize it at Laurel's Laurelhurst. But we could come up with something. Okay. Well, I just thought that that was a great idea. That's like, a pretty we should damn good do idea. Something like this. All right, and thank you to whoever sent this to me. I'm trying to find it, but I can't quite find your name. But you know who you are. I appreciate you sending it to me. This is about Greg's maybe future soulmate, but she lives in Louisiana. A woman Britney had. To, She's from Louisiana. A woman had to call the cops after she had to report a naked woman taking a bath in her bathtub. While eating Cheetos. <laughs> Wait, why? Who's reporting her? Upon returning home from work, uh, a oh, Louisiana resident. She did resident, not live there. Okay, she did, okay. No, the, she did gotcha. not live there. A woman was reporting that another woman. Okay. She came home and she was naked. And I adopted. understand now. Upon returning home from work, a Louisiana re- uh, resident discovered uh, that there was a woman inside of her bathtub naked and eating her Cheetos. <laughs> I feel like Greg would be most angry about the Cheetos thing. Yeah. Someone's eating your Cheetos. Yeah. yeah. According to the arrest affidavit, the victim found the stranger inside of her home around 5 p.m. When she confronted her, the woman told uh, the woman told cops the naked burglar claimed it was uh, that it was an unknown male that told her to break into the victim's house. Didn't have any explanation as to why she was taking a bath or an eating the Cheetos. Unknown male made uh, her break unknown in. Unknown male. Take a bath and eat Cheetos. Okay. Uh, cops responding to the 911 call identified the nude woman as Evelyn Washington. Um, a 29-year-old uh, fellow Monroe resident whose home was a little more than a mile away from the victim's house. Uh, Washington appeared to have entered the home through a broken window. Off- an officer noted that she observed the tub to be full of water and a plate uh, uh, with a plate of food along with half-eaten Cheetos belonging to the victim on the toilet next to the tub. <laughs> Washington was arrested for burglary and criminal damage to property. She is locked up in lieu of the $8,000 bond. Wow. wow. It's a lot for taking a bath and eating some Cheetos. Yeah. She's getting like orange fingers all over the walls oh, and stuff. I know. Like I kept soggy bath I can't eat Cheetos. and take a shower at the same time. I can't do it. Or I don't really bath. like eating. 
I don't like eating them. I've, I've done it. Sorry, that oh. made me. It just made me uncomfortable because I've had that before, where I've like tried to eat a sandwich or something. And, like part of it falls into the bathwater, and the bathwater is tainted, and you can't. You like, eat you a sandwich to... while you're taking a bath? I have before. I tried to, and like a piece of like the turkey or something fell off, and it was floating in the bathtub, and it grossed me out so bad that I. Don't, just... you, don't you just have soggy hands though? Like, how do you do it? You just don't get your hands wet. Like if you're gonna get in, you like sit down and then you have it, so then you eat, and then you eat your sandwich. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I haven't. I can't even remember the last time I took a bath. Quite honestly, yeah. I just shower. <laughs> oh, there's so many things. Uh, but anyway, okay. yeah, yeah. I've never been a been a shower eater. Shower eater. Mm-mm. Okay. Speaking of in the chat, Carrie says I can't in a tub, but a hot tub seems to work okay. Yes. I don't eat in a hot tub either. No, I'll drink in a hot tub. That's different. So I'm gonna. I'm not gonna be sitting there like eating a piece of pizza. Like it's a half shower. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it, my friends. That's what I got. That's your world of crazy. World of crazy. All right. Um, I got a tiny bit of ball talk, but not a whole, not a whole lot going on today. But I've, I've got a little bit that I have to tell everybody. Okay. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. It's a little bit a that little we have bit. to get to everybody. By the way, if you would like to submit music, we still need to go through all that music, Sarah, but that's on you. Why uh, is that on me? Because it's a, it's a you thing. If you'd like us to change the ball talk music. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. Well, Sarah, here's the deal. We have some sad news for Oklahoma City Thunder fans. Uh-oh. And it has to do with Russell Westbrook. A lot of it. Well, the Oklahoma City Thunder have been eliminated from the playoffs. This happened a couple of days ago, but nonetheless, they were eliminated. Utah Jazz have already played a game against the Houston Rockets, moving on to the second round of the playoffs. Now, the Oklahoma City Thunder were supposed to have a super team that was assembled during the offseason because they have Russell Westbrook, and then Carmelo Anthony spurned the Blazers. Oh, Went and signed with Oklahoma City instead of the Blazers, or agreed to a trade there. And then Paul George joined them. So that was supposed to be their new super trio that was going to burn through the playoffs, take down the Warriors. Not so much. Didn't so much happen. Not so much. so much. Turns out playing with Russell Westbrook is not fun for a lot of people because (laughs) he is a ball hog. He is a big-time ball hog. And there is some, some upset feelings in Oklahoma City right now. Because Carmelo is not happy. Oh, no. Carmelo is not happy about his role. And when asked if he would take a bench role next year, he said, no way. That's not even in the discussion. So it seems like people are not enjoying playing with Russell. Despite him being a very good player. Ballhogs are never fun. He's just not a good team player. When I played basketball, even in junior high, nobody wants to play with a ball hug. Yeah. So the bottom line is the Thunder are out. Oklahoma City is in a giant kerfuffle right now as far as what's going to happen. Sorry, the Blazers, by the way. But uh, anyway, that was the news. It's just this. Carmelo is upset with Russell. Oh, he's not saying it. But he's saying it with his but eyes. But he is. Yeah. But he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's upset. So there we go. The rest of the NBA playoffs do continue on. And uh, we shall see. What happens with that? It's going to be Houston. It's going to be Houston and Golden State. One of those two teams is going to win the championship. That's just it. That's that's just the bottom line. That's what it's, it's the going way to the be. cookie crumbles. That's what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. 
But we will play it out until we get to that. All right, that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. We'll just leave it at that for today. It always seems like somebody in the NBA's feelings are getting hurt. Oh, yes, they have a lot of feelings. They have lots of feelings. Lots of feelings. So many feelings. Lots of feelings go on. Yeah. All the yeah, feelings. Everybody gets Greg. their feelings hurt. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a good player. You recognize me. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we were talking about video since we are filming video now. And yes. we did do a video last Friday. We did a special video that is available right now on our YouTube page. And speaking of the <laughs> weird paranormal stuff, which our show is not always about, but sometimes it just happens to be that way. We uh, put up a kind of a consolidated video talking about... The footage that our friend Bob got up in Alaska when we went for the FER Alaska trip and the weird recordings that were on there. You you posted it. Well, the link is at uh, on our YouTube page. YouTube.com slash Fun Employment Radio is where the video is. Yeah, and just so please yeah, watch the video. There, that'd be great. And tell us what you – yeah, subscribe to our channel, but tell us what you think it is. If you think it's not like some weird paranormal voice, totally cool. Just tell us what – how you explain it. Yeah, I would Or like- whether you agree with us or don't agree with us. We just kind of put up the thing and put our analysis of what we think it is. And we want to know what you think. And it's we give kind of a little summation at the beginning of what we're talking about. So it's something that you could share with anybody and mm. they don't have to know anything about our show and be able to be like, okay, here's what happened, blah, blah, blah. Here's the video. Here's what we found. Um, so please share that. Feel free to share that if you would, if you would like to. And let us know what you think it is. Because that's the bottom line of what we want to get is... What's on the damn thing? Yeah. What do you think it is? And yeah, maybe, let's see, did you post it on Facebook? Or mm-hmm. you posted the link. Oh, yeah, and the Buckner Building liked it, didn't <gasps> yeah, yeah, I know there's some like fan page for the Buckner Building, which is, of course, the building yeah. that Bob recorded the sounds in. And I liked it. I was so excited. I'm like, Greg, yeah. the Buckner Building, which yeah. is not a person, but that's okay. Really liked our post. Yeah. And we've been getting some emails. Uh, thank you to Jonathan. He sent in some like analysis of it and... Um, yeah, a lot of people are, are sending in emails, but let us let us know and leave your comments on that YouTube page and subscribe to our YouTube channel, please. Please please, and thank that you. That would be wonderful. Please and thank you. Yes, please, please and thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, Greg. Tomorrow, do you know what tomorrow is? What? Our 2,000th episode. Our 2,000th episode. How is that? Of Fun Employment Radio. That is Crazy. It just kind of snuck up on us. 2,000 regular episodes, let alone our vacation ones. But and interview number, ones that we didn't number. Oh, yet. yeah, and interview ones. Episode number 2,000 of Fun Employment Radio is tomorrow on May 1st, 2018. It's on May Day. That's on May Day. We can make a lot of May, May Day, May Day. That's episode 2,000 of Fun no, Employment it's Radio. 2,000 episodes to come up with that one right wow. there. It's part of the comedy gold yet. Thank you, everyone, for following along with this, though, and being a part of this show and listening and sharing it is really, really important for us to let other people know about the show. So if you have your favorite episodes, you know, share that episode with somebody. Maybe let them know and be like, hey, you would like this interview or you would like this episode. These people are weird or whatever it is you say. (laughs) These people are odd. (laughs) That's probably a common thing that we get. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Follow our Instagram page, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. We're trying to do better on all of those, and we appreciate you following them. That's, that's always awesome. We appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much. And we appreciate you just being cool. You are. You? You're, you're fucking cool. Thank you. Oh. 
I wasn't. I was oh. talking. I was talking to them. Oh. Yeah. Oh. 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 And I'm sorry, Greg. I was not saying that you were not intelligent. I'm just saying that you just need to be more careful. Mm. And you know it's true. The dandelion man. All right. The dandelion can. That's not that. That's not what we're going for. All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in, and we will be back tomorrow for episode number two thousand. Of fun employment. We'll have some special radio. stuff for tomorrow too. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Oh my. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow. <laughs>